So your retirement date is finally here. You're free from the daily grind and it's easy street for you, right? Well, maybe. So on today's show, we're gonna highlight some smart money moves to get you through your first five years of retirement. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I'm in the studio today with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. They are not only the founders of Allon Planning, but they also lead the team of financial planners. You can go to Allon, A-L-L-O-N, AllonPlanning.com. Jay, Brittany. How are you doing? Hey, Christy, we're doing great. How are you today? Great. You had a little sub situation last yeah. week. We did. We had to call Audible last week. Uh, Brittany couldn't be here, and we're glad that Tanner was able to fill in, But so I wouldn't have to be here all by myself, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's good to be back. I'm glad Tanner was able to step in. and He looked interesting awesome... in your heels. It was like, you know, he had good look for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that between us. Uh, Tanner is a smart guy. He is. As are you and the fellow sitting next to you. And you guys are, <laughs> you're both going to help teach me a little bit more about the process of retiring because there's yeah. so many phases involved in it and so many elements that I think most people are unfamiliar with. It's great to, to know what to expect. Or actually, you know, we, we find that folks are unaware of what the first few years of retirement will actually look like for them, right? Mm -hmm. So um, when, when we first meet with folks, we talk to them through their retirement plan, their income plan, their estate plan, their tax plan. We're, we're walking through all of these planning, you know, maybe they're 10 years out, but when, when they push the button and they retire, we find a lot of times that we have to become what we've talked to you about as the financial counselor as well. And so we have to talk to them not only through the financial side of things, but but the the personality side of things and like wh what do we do with our time now and the relationships that that we're that we're dealing with after retirement that all looks different and so it really is interesting that we get to help folks walk through all of those phases of planning for retirement retiring and actually in retirement and we've kind of seen the broad spectrum at this point and so we're able to direct folks uh you know hey maybe you want to you want to look at this or that because you haven't thought about it and that's what we're going to talk to you through a little bit today Okay. I, I love it because I, one of the things I hear often is that in those first few years, especially if it's timed out where a couple is at home, retired together, they mm -hmm. start to get tense. It's just it a be. lot of free time. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, that's, well, yeah, there's a, a lot of changes occurring all at once. And we've done this long enough and walked through uh, so many individuals through that transition uh, at this point to know that it is tense there there it can be tense let's let me say it that way mm -hmm. um, just because of the sheer volume of transition and change that's all occurring at one time 
So you may not, some things you may not consider to be um, big or you may think, man, this is a positive change. And the majority of it really is, but it impacts the way you do life. It impacts mm -hmm. your routines, your schedules, how you spend your money, uh, what you spend your money on because of the time you've got it. It impacts everything. And so occasionally there can be some bumps in the road and it's just good to be aware of a few of those, you know, before you get to that point. So there's a few smart money moves that we kind of want to talk about uh, as we consider those first couple years of retirement and the transition from working to retirement years. So first of all, it's good to be aware of large looming expenses. So, you know, sometimes it's really hard to predict when you'll need, um, you know, something to replace something like maybe a roof on your house or, uh, you know, new tires on your car, something that would be a significant chunk of income that you would have to cover, cover the mm -hmm. expense for. Uh, but it's good to think about those things and plan for those. Um, these giant type of costs really want to we, we want our, our clients to be able to avoid these if at all possible, right after retirement. Right. Um, it's better to to plan for those maybe even have a, a separate uh, account set up, you know, somewhat like an emergency fund for these unexpected expenses. So, you know, advanced planning and research can eliminate some of these surprises, you know, check, check out your tires, yeah. <laughs> see yeah. where they are, uh, you know, check your roof, those, those things that could be bigger, your AC units, we just had a client have to replace that. Mm -hmm. um, another client had to recently replace all their flooring because of some water damage, that kind of stuff you can't predict, but some things you can know, hey, we're nearing the lifespan of these appliances or of these, you know, XYZ and and plan accordingly. Yeah, accordingly and make sure that. that you're not getting hit all at once is what Brittany's saying, right when you're retiring and getting used to your new income plan because mm -hmm. you're no longer getting it's those bi-weekly paychecks or monthly paychecks. Yeah, you're you're living off of what we've saved and, and how the new income plan looks. Maybe it's a pension or it's an annuity or something like that. But but we want to make sure that we're not getting hit right up front over the first couple of years with also a thirty thousand dollar roof, right? Oh <laughs> so, my gosh. So it's like that's the opposite something we want to plan of, for. Yeah, the, or the opposite purchase of prices. A new car. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. is, does it does it like we learn how to adapt to our salary and things like that? Is there a mm -hmm. learning curve associated with kind Very of much so. the retirement income process? Yeah, very much so, especially if you haven't worked with someone like us who's actually walking you through that like five years out to your retiring, right? And you just walk into, I no longer have an income. What, how do turkey. I spend the yeah. money that I have, right? Then it's going to be a lot harder. But if we put a plan together, a lot of folks, it, 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 they understand and they, because they can plan for uh, what's to come. And so it's a little bit more natural for them because they've already put it in their mind. This is what it's going to look like, right? Um, but for those who haven't, it can be a problem. And so not only those looming large expenses that are out there, but one other thing, if we're going to talk about expenses, is we want folks when they retire to party. We want them to have a good time. We want them to like enjoy, celebrate, you know, life. celebrate yeah. that. Enjoy like, life. That's a huge accomplishment, right? Like Certainly. if you get to retire, uh, you've, you've put in a lot of years to, and a lot of struggles to get to that point. So celebrate it. It's, it's what we want to see you do. What we don't want you to do is over celebrate uh, over celebrate, I should say, and uh, use tons of your resources in the first couple of years, uh, because you haven't planned well, and go on too many trips or blow too much of your mm -hmm. through your cash reserves, take and everyone like to Vegas, yeah, and take everyone, yeah. the whole family's <laughs> going right. And like, you haven't planned well, and you, you've got a big bucket of money, but you no longer are 
you know, getting an income. And then all of a sudden, oh man, I've spent three years partying and I've not going to have enough to, to finalize my retirement planning. Right. And, and so you want to be careful about that. Yeah. And we say it all the time. If your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will be your downfall. If you, if you're spending more than you're bringing in, it, it's going to be a problem. Exactly. You can't maintain that. Yep. And, and, and it is hard to anticipate those emergency expenses, but I imagine with those parties and things like that, that maybe you you would want maybe to use a chunk of that to buy your lovely wife, maybe when you guys retire, a beautiful you know, 12 karat diamond or something, <laughs> right? Is that well, if that's in our budget at that point, right? Like, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. It's something to commemorate the, the moment would be awesome. Um, so your retirement you know, but you don't want to just here. watch your money You're free fly from out the, the window. And, and I guess what we're saying you, right? is just plan for those well, things. Maybe. I'm listening. Good. Okay. Take notes. But yeah, plan for those things, plan for the celebrations, plan for if you want to take a trip with all your family and cover the expenses, that's a that's a wonderful thing to be able to do. Just plan for it. Absolutely. Um, so that when you get there, you're not worried and concerned. Oh, should I have done this? And then you can't really enjoy it to begin with. Right. That is part of what Allon Planning Partners is just is based on is is a comprehensive and practical approach to preparing people of all ages and people who are in these various stages of retirement or planning for their retirement so that they don't have to be caught off guard or feel like, you know, they're treading water constantly. That's right. And you both really pride yourself on your relationships. It's a family when you have a meeting and people are coming in and out of the office. So... 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. As Jay and Brittany are offering something special for listeners of the program. Uh, You know, all all of these components that we discuss every week here on the show, from Social Security to tax planning to uh, income planning to estate planning, all these different components that matter, how you invest, where you invest, uh, the risk levels and risk tolerance that you have, risk that you're taking with your money, all of these things need to be discussed so that you can get to this place in life and be able to live out that purpose, to be able to live with purpose. So we'd love to have an opportunity to sit down with you all. Uh, Feel free to give us a call today. We're offering a complimentary consultation to 10 callers who respond to today's show. Uh, We've got time slots marked off. We'd love to sit down with you, talk with you a bit about your specific situation, and be able to put some puzzle pieces in place to ensure that you get to see this full picture when you get to this stage of your life. It takes time, just like building a true puzzle. It takes time to put all the pieces in place. Uh, it takes years to to save and to, to grow and to build. And then when you get there, you have this beautiful picture that you're able to enjoy and, and find purpose and meaning in. And we'd love to, to be able to be a part of helping you get to that place. And that number is 800 971 Four five four nine, eight hundred nine seven one forty five forty nine. There is no cost and no obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation, but also your your future. And you can 
do just that with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. We have we have a team manning the phone, but we do. We have the Allon Planning team manning the phone. So mm-hmm. if you call 800-971-4549, you will speak to one of them. You can also go online to Allon Exchange, A-L-L-O-N Exchange.com. Click the button that says continue the conversation and schedule from there. Brittany, what do you have next? Well, finally, it's beginning to feel like the worst of the pandemic is behind us. So in moving forward, some of the old retirement rules that we have used may need to be revised just a bit. So when we come back, we're going to look a bit at new rules for your post-pandemic retirement plan. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I have the pleasure of sitting next to Jay and Brittany Hagee themselves for another 40 minutes or so. So I'm pretty excited. And you guys are going to talk to me a little bit about rules and I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I feel like I'm in trouble, but, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we have some retirement rules that we're going to go over. So, Whew. um, I'm getting you know, my notepad. We, we, yeah. We, we want to walk through uh, a few here. So, so with a lot of things in our economy changing today, I mean, you know, the pandemic and coronavirus was, was one thing, but you've got high inflation higher than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest inflation data came out over 9%. Um, and so there's a lot of rules that are in place for how we plan that you may want to just take a look at and tweak a bit. And so we're going to walk through a few of them. One of those rules um, was always make retirement savings your number one priority. That was the old rule. The new rule says to make paying off your debt, especially that high interest debt, a priority. Um, because here's the deal. The longer that you wait to get rid of your debt and pay it off, the more it's going to actually hinder your retirement savings goal you'll find that much of your income is devoted to paying the interest down and the interest off that debt. And you just can't get ahead in the retirement ball game because you may not be able to make the same interest on your retirement vehicles that you were uh, in the past. So you want to make sure that you're paying off that high interest debt first Mm -hmm. and then looking at savings uh, for your retirement second. Now, one caveat to that is if your employer does offer a match, make sure that you're at least uh, budgeting to to receive that match because you're losing out on free money Mm -hmm. if you do not get, say say you get a 3% match on your, your 401k make sure that you're at least putting in that 3% to get that free money. You want to make sure you're getting that. But besides that, make sure that you're paying off that debt first. Okay. I mean, that I can handle that, hopefully. Yeah, not not a hard thing. I, I can remember that. How I'll go with that. And then for... Paying down debt's always a I was good gonna, thing. I, right? I was going to say, it yeah. seems that that from what I've learned, and I was going to tell you guys, I was going to just send you a message, but I want to tell you in person that I saved... Six hundred dollars annually from subscriptions. My wow, is t- nice because I went back through and I had no clue just how many things were on this mm. list. It was it was ridiculous. Just automatically coming out every month, and yeah. we we uh, we don't really actually realize it. 
Uh, it's the it's the death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, right? those account drainers. <laughs> oh, it was okay. so they, so, so. This make is sure very that valuable. That's a, that, Mm-hmm. And so it's not that that uh, saving for retirement is not important, but I think the priority and how you um, recognize the the number that you place the priority on those things are. So it's it's getting out of debt at first so that you can save more for retirement. Right, And, and that's right Another where it went was the, the my sa- I started my reti- little retirement savings. savings bracket. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. And another rule that we want to talk about, too, uh, old rule says your home is a great retirement investment plan. New rule may say your home is not so great of a retirement plan. Now, if you have lived in the United States at all over the last 36 months, you have noticed the real estate market has just gone crazy. It jumps up and then it'll dip and then it jumps up. I mean, we are are at all time highs, um, you know, and we're seeing a little bit of a dip now. It's it's decreasing some, but your home is an asset, but it's illiquid, meaning Mm -hmm. you can't quickly access that equity if you need the cash. So and, you know, for most Americans, their home is their biggest asset. So we may see years of real estate growth, kind of like we have through COVID, you know, um, house values have increased, increased, increased. And now we're, you know, expecting at some point there's going to be a significant pullback and, you know, eventually a long term recession in the real estate market. It's it just that happens just like with the cyclical. Yeah, it is. It's, It's going to occur. So when you need the money, you'll be hurt if you have to sell your home in a down market. So unlike stocks, your home is not very liquid. So it may Mm -hmm. take months, even years to sell sell that and actually convert that to cash you need. So, so I think the, the, the uh, basis of the point there is that it can be a good investment, right? Real estate's a good investment, but it's not the retirement plan. If you're looking at it and we, we also tell people don't be house poor, right? (laughs) Don't say, well, I can't save for for retirement because I bought a house Mm -hmm. that I'm paying 40% of what I bring home on this house, right? Well, it's also going to be my retirement plan. Yeah, that is that is uh, foolish in the thinking. So what we're saying is it's okay to have it as an investment, but you can't make it your retirement plan and say, I can't now plan for retirement because I put so much money into. So don't make your bed your safety net like you don't need to just have that be say, hey, okay, cool. I that makes that's the new rule. I'm new rule, old rule out the window. Your home is not your retirement plan. (laughs) Thank you. I needed it one more time just to make sure. Okay, so I'm going to. Okay. Rule three, old rule three, I guess, first. (laughs) (laughs) Old rule, you'll only need between 70% and 80% of your pre-retirement income. New rule, you may need to replace 100% of your pre-retirement income. We talk about this pretty frequently, but a lot of people uh, underestimate what they will need as far as income in retirement. So it's pretty typical that it's been advised 70 to 80% of your pre-retirement income is a safe figure. Well, now post-pandemic, uh, you know, inflation. It, with inflation being as it is skyrocketed, that should be adjusted. Uh, we recommend that you keep your current income levels as they are when moving from working years to retirement years as you're making this transition during this time in our history. And the reason I tell people to do that, to keep a higher percentage in, is because that's a real conservative approach. Because think about it, it won't hurt you if we've planned that you're going to utilize 100% of your pre-retirement income and you end up using 80 
right? It's better okay. To, yeah, better to overestimate <laughs> yeah. than underestimate. But if it's the other way around and we've estimated 80% mm-hmm. and you start mm-hmm. using 100%, well, we're going to run out of money, right? You start knock, uh, knock, so knocking on take- Brittany's Jay's door, right? I'm like, hey. That's right. So we're going to plan conservatively. We're going to plan to make sure that you have what you need, not uh, what you hope to need, right? And Brittany and Jay are a team that believes in telling it like it is. And as they said last segment, sometimes become a hybrid counselor role in their discussions with retirement or financial planning. And work with people of all backgrounds and all stages of life and financial planning. And the way to get in touch with them is either online, Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, AllonPlanning.com, or you can call 800-971-4549. So are these the big three? Are there more we we have we more. have two okay. more we want to hit. I can, two more. I okay, can take so. that. Yeah, <laughs> not that hard on you. Yeah, we're gonna I'm, be. We're I going mean, easy. yeah. I, I I don't know if there's a test. That's why I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> there's always Jolly a test. Down. Yes. All right. So rule number four, old rule: retirees should greatly reduce their exposure to stocks. But the new rule says retirees shouldn't shun stocks. Yeah, and that's that's one that is hard to hear right now, right? Because we're in such a economic state to where there's volatility in the market everywhere. And so folks are like, oh, man, I need to get out of my stocks because Mm -hmm. they're all going down and everything's going crazy. Well, one of the greatest financial risks for retirees today is actually inflation. Uh, And you look at the numbers, the CPI data that came out just here recently was 9.1% is what we're on pace for for the year. And without knowing, we have no idea when that is going to get wrangled in totally in control. You need to make sure that you can outpace or keep up with inflation. Well, there's not a lot of ways to do that if you're not taking a little bit of risk, right? Because you get risk versus reward. You've got to take a little risk to get a little bit more reward. Um, So we want to make sure that, you know, you don't want to have 100% stocks. Uh, You don't want to have 80% stocks even probably when you're retired, right? But having uh, a percentage uh, that is uh, a little bit more appropriate, you know, don't shun them altogether. If you have 20, 30, 40% stock exposure still, uh, depending on your uh, specific situation, it's actually going to work out, could work out best for you uh, because you have opportunity to gain more growth over time. And that's what we need to outpace inflation. We need opportunity for higher levels of growth if inflation is going to be at such high levels. And that recommended percentage obviously is going to look different for each Everyone. situation based on their overall Financial portfolio. Picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So we can't give like a, a flat percentage. This is the percentage you should be invested in at this age. Uh, but it, it's definitely something that we recommend is a part of your investment portfolio, even through retirement. That's correct. Okay. One more to Last go. One. Number okay. five, old rule, save at least 10% of your income for retirement. New rule, aim to save more, 15% of your income for retirement. Mm-hmm. You, you want to make sure that we are being more conservative than a, a 10% rule. It used to be, um, and I even, I, we've been teaching our kids this. And so it used to be when I, when I was growing up, my, my parents taught me save 10%, give 10% and live on 80%, right? That was kind of the rule that we were using. Uh, now I find myself teaching my son and daughter, 
Save 15%, give 10%. Give to no one. I was just kidding. Yeah. I was just kidding. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do that. We, we live generously. That's actually a rule of ours. And I so love that. We're going, yeah, we're going to give 10%. We're going to save 15 and we're going to live off 75 if at all possible. Now, inflation has caused that to be out of control for some folks. And I know not everyone can budget in that manner right away. It's not about living the rule perfectly all the time. It's about trying to achieve that, right? It's walking towards it. So if you want to take advantage of the review that Brittany mentioned, where you can come in, sit down with Brittany and Jay, we have a limited number of slots available, but it's specifically for listeners of the program. You can call Mm -hmm. the 800-971-4549, number 800-971-4549. And I'll open the phones as soon as Brittany gives me the go-ahead. Great. Yeah, go for it. Let's open them up. All righty. So again, 800-971-4549. And I'm super excited for the next segment because I think I know what it's about. Jay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, well, you're, you're right because we talked about this a little bit earlier today about relational uh, aspects of retirement. And there are a number of reasons that not all spouses retire at the same time. One may retire before the other. There's a, there's a lot of those. Uh, one thing is for certain is it requires a lot of planning and coordination, no matter if both of you are retiring or one at a time is retiring. And when we get back, we're going to talk through some of those relational aspects. Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Alon Planning Partners. And Jay and Brittany are on the air. They're a team founder owners of Alon, and they are a team at parenting their children and a team as husband and wife. Right. Go team. So, yeah, go team. And so we we going to get to talk from that perspective a little bit today. And today we're actually going to talk a bit in this segment specifically to married couples. Uh, A lot of times when one member of a married couple retires, planning and preparation are are occasionally overlooked. So we talk a lot on the Allon Exchange about the importance of planning and how occasionally you have to reassess the situation. Uh, You know, if a big life change happens or if maybe you switch jobs or move states or cities, counties, whatever, uh, those things need to be reassessed to reevaluate, hey, are our investments still serving the purpose that we have for them? Are they still working for us? And making adjustments if necessary, when necessary. So, Oftentimes, couples can underestimate the impact of having a spouse retire, not just financially, but also socially or, you know, mentally, the mental component there, the the change and the challenge of just as we mentioned earlier, being together more often or, uh, you know, there's just so many different adjustments that come with that. So here's a few thoughts that we'd like to share about how married couples can prepare for one spouse's retirement. And the first one is make a new budget, update the budget that you currently have, because 
you'll need a new budget based on just the single remaining salary. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're beginning to take distributions like retirement income distributions from investments to replace one of the spouse's salaries, obviously that could you know, potentially change the overall budget. You may not need to take any of those funds at that time. Um, that's just something you've got to talk through and look at and, and plan for. So, of course, your expenses mm -hmm. might change depending on what the or retired spouse plans to do. So take a look at that and, you know, make those adjustments accordingly. And then have a game plan. Yep. List those retirement goals that you have that will give you, uh, before you get there, List those things that that matter to you, those things, how you'll spend your time, what will help you avoid, of uh, you know, avoid boredom is your spouse communicate is that working together. Yeah, yeah. And talk together about that. Uh, make sure you're on the same page so that you know where the other other person is clearly communicate share those those thoughts and experiences so that you can uh, avoid potential conflict. This is one of the times in life where. Um, there is a huge potential for massive relational conflict. So we want to encourage you to do everything you can to prepare for that transition and avoid unnecessary conflict. We're always going to have conflict. Right. We're always going to have disagreements. But there are things that we can do to prepare, to talk through, to set time aside and say, hey, we're going to work through our budget. Hey, we're going we're gonna to work through kind of our expectations about what retirement yeah, looks like. I think that's the two areas that we find most often that folks, we have to help them talk through with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those is just clear communication pathways, making sure that you're understanding what each other's saying, and also the um, expectations. Yeah. And so unmet ah. expectations can become the largest point of conflict. Well, because they turn into, to, they really turn into these premeditated resentments. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How Instead dare of, you not know that I was upset that, how you, that scandal <laughs> isn't on anymore? Or whatever. And us guys are the worst at reading minds. So we're, I know we're we are. kind of horrible at this. And so we, we have to really uh, have clear communication, but we can also be pretty hard to communicate to sometimes too. So ladies, give us a little bit of break here, but we have to make sure that we're communicating clearly with each other and that those expectations are clearly communicated so that there's not a ton of conflict because I'm telling you, there's things like, you know, one spouse, that is still working may just automatically expect the other spouse to do all the cooking and cleaning now and everything else, even if that was not their previous role, which could be a, you know, valid point. Right. But if not discussed and it just becomes an expectation that is unmet because there's no communication yeah, on it. Right. Well, that's going to be a problem because the other spouse is like, well, I've not done this for 30 years and now <laughs> you're expecting this and we didn't talk about it and you're upset. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. that, um, makes that makes a lot of sense because it seems that, you come home, you'd have a, a routine for many years. You'd come home from work and right. honey, mm -hmm. how was your day? Or if you didn't already call on the way home being like, I'm so stressed yeah. out <laughs> or whatever the dynamic may be. It, it seems like that might just kind of, how was your day? You're sitting right next to me, friend. Um, yeah, right. exactly. Like, don't you know? But it's, yeah. so there's a way to, there's an adjustment period. Very much so. And you guys help and to willing. do that. Help to foster yeah, that. Yeah, be, be, 
be willing to make those r- scheduling adjustments, you know, mm-hmm. uh, y- as you navigate through, through those changes, be willing to say, okay, what, what do we need to change? What, what would be best for the family at large or for our, our, us as a couple, you know, what, what fits best. So. And we find that a lot of folks are planning so much towards their, their uh, finances towards retirement that they don't even think through these relational mm-hmm. aspects of it. A lot of times uh, they just get to the, Hey, as long as we're paying the bills, we're good. Well, you don't realize that, you know, if only one spouse is retiring, the other one could very well change their routine altogether and affect the household dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be that the the person that's retired is uh, waking up earlier or staying up later or whatever it may be that their whole routine changes uh, to change the household dynamics. So you really need to talk through that. Like, what's your expectation of retirement? Uh, what does it look like? And uh, in, in dream together about those things when you're both retired or if just one's retiring, what are those things that is being expected uh, from one spouse to the next? Needing the offensive and the defensive coordinator and also maybe special teams when it comes to the other <laughs> parts as well. That's right. Right? Yeah. Because I, I know that we talk about Social Security maximization a lot. Mm-hmm. Brittany, she's my girl for Social Security anything. So is that part of how does that really factor in? That's you. You're reading my mail, Chrissy. I mean, that's the next point on my little list here is how you have to plan for Social Security, because obviously with a married couple, you can determine there's so many different strategies and timing of taking Social Security. So it's important just to take a look at that and have a plan for who's going to take what and when who's going to file when and how. So having a plan for that. So, and there's so many ways that you can go about that, that it's hard to say in a, in a show like this. Um, it really is very personal um, to, to the ages of the folks are, are is someone working a part-time job mm-hmm. still or someone working at all? Like what is the best way to maximize those benefits uh, for you guys as a couple? Are you going to take a spousal benefit versus mm-hmm. your own benefit? You know, what mm-hmm. are, what are the options that you have and what's going to be available to you? So that very much so is something that we want to talk Bottom about. line, that piece is not cut and dry. It's not A plus B equals C. You go do this if you're 65. You go do this if you're 62. It's not mm-hmm. It's not that way. It is very specific based on your income and all of those other factors we discussed. And not only Social Security, but Medicare. So yeah. when, when you both are turning <laughs> 65, are you turning 65 the same year? Is it going to be different right. years because you have health insurance to mm-hmm. think through? Or are like, you, have you yeah, thought through, that's a lot. you know, as one of you just working for health insurance, a lot of uh-huh. folks that we meet with, one spouse will just continue working for a while just for, just insurance. for the insurance benefits. Yeah. Um, and so that's not oh, uncommon they at don't all. Take so medi- because they can't take Medicare yet. They can't take Medicare yeah. yet. And it may cost them thousands of dollars a month to cover their family with health insurance. Well, you know, that just kind of blows up their retirement budget. Yeah. Wow. So there is a, a quiz I, I took online and it was Social Security and it said most people fail this. In fact, it was 60 percent of people failed this enti- this wow. 10 question quiz entirely and one of the questions i failed was about the full retirement age it mm-hmm. said no matter when you were born but over, and and i thought that was a confusing language but there I, I got a lot of them wrong so um it's it's and something it may have been confusing well it's something that it's it it really requires you, somebody walk you through the intricacies, because there are a mm-hmm. lot of details that, 
And there are a lot of things I didn't know either before we start, before the program started in terms of, I didn't know if you had an ex, uh, an ex spouse Mm -hmm. and remarried Mm -hmm. that you could collect, right? Benefits. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Like that's another thing that I just, I, I, that was like, what? Didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, So you you can collect if you have not remarried, if you were married for more than 10 years. And so there are, so you want to know if you're divorced um, and you have not remarried, you you want to look at your options there for sure. Yeah. And I'll let me refer back to Chrissy, what you were saying. That was good because it, with regard to Social Security and full retirement age, because that can be pretty confusing. We get that question a lot when we do Social Security workshops. Um, how do I know my full retirement age? It's so confusing. So let me just give you a quick little breakdown here. Full retirement age is 66 for you if you were born from 1943 to 1954. So full retirement age will increase gradually if you were born between 1955 and 1960 until it reaches age 67. For example, um, if you were born in, let's say, uh, 1956. Okay. Full retirement age for you would be 66 and four months. If you were born in 1957, full retirement age for you would be 66 and six months and so on and so forth until you get to 1960. At 1960 and later, full retirement age is just 67. So it's things like that that are super confusing that when you're planning, it is good to have someone to kind of help you navigate through and and know all the rules and all of that. So uh, absolutely. And and that matters when you're planning with, with a spouse, just like we're talking about in this second here because of all of the options with the spousal uh you know claiming half of your spouses versus your own a lot of people don't even know that's an option and that number it starts with you just just pick up the phone like when jay picked up the phone to call and ask Brittany on their first date <laughs> see what i did there and call 800-971-4549 that's 800-971-4549. And you can go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, AllonPlanning.com. They say invest in you, invest in yourself, invest in your future. And that's what they're helping you do. And it comes at no cost, no obligation, and really no, no downside at all. So make sure you call 800-971-4549. It's time to answer questions. You know, we've had listeners that have been very busy asking lots of questions. So when we come back, we're going to answer as many of those as we can. to the Allon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate. And thank you so much for calling in with all of these questions. We do have slots open. Schedule that complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany Hagee at Allon Planning Partners. Call 800-971-4549. Again, that number is 1-800-971-4549. You can also go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Click continue the conversation, starting with Jeremy in Knoxville. Jeremy's question is, 
Hi, Jay and Brittany. I am 51 years old. My wife is 52. We do not have a retirement plan. Now that our son is through college, we are thinking about our financial future. We don't have a retirement plan, but have three life insurance policies with a total cash value of approximately $160,000 in total. Should we remove some or all of that cash and invest in a Roth IRA? How should we begin saving for our retirement? Jeremy, thanks for calling in and and asking a question of of this nature for us. Now, this is actually a, a little bit of a a harder question to answer without knowing all of your situation. But what I would say as a general rule of thumb is that life insurance policies are not retirement plans. Um, Some folks try to utilize them as retirement plans, and there are some benefits to some things that you can utilize for retirement, a part of your plan, but it should not be your whole plan. Uh, And uh, you should begin saving for retirement. You should look to invest in a Roth IRA. And there may be some value to taking some of that cash value and starting that Roth. But I just wouldn't be comfortable giving you that um, full answer uh, without knowing your full situation. So if you did, I'm sure that you uh, scheduled an appointment. But I would love to sit down and talk with you guys about your full plan and what that looks like and how that life insurance policy uh, fits into that plan and where you can start investing in other retirement saving vehicles to actually get you to and through retirement. Thank you so much for your question and for scheduling the complimentary consultation with Brittany and Jay. You can call 800-971-4549. Again, 800-971-4549. And next up, we've got a question from Nancy in Athens. I've been receiving survivor benefits for the past three years. I still work, so some of the benefits have been withheld. Is my full retirement age 66 since I'm receiving survivor's benefits or 66 and two months? Nancy, that's super interesting that you submitted that question today because actually earlier in segment, I think it was segment three, we talked a bit about some of this full retirement age and survivor's benefits in uh, with regard to Social Security. So I know you're still working. Some of your benefits have been withheld and you were wondering about your full retirement age. So I'm going to give a little breakdown here like I did earlier. I'm going to shorten it just a little bit, though. So full retirement age is 66 years old. If you were born from 1943 to 1954, now that full retirement age increases gradually by two months each at each uh, step up if you were born between 1955 and 1960 until it reaches age 67. So for anyone born in 1960 or later, full retirement age for Social Security is 67 years old. So uh, I'm assuming since you'll be 66 next month, Nancy, that you were born in 1956, I guess that is. So your full retirement age would be 66 and four months. Okay, I know that can be kind of confusing. But I want to give you guys a resource. If you go to ssa.gov, again, ssa.gov, socialsecurityadministration.gov, there are a ton of resources there to kind of help you navigate through this or even just read and learn a bit more about it. Um, and of course, conversations with individuals like us, we're more than happy to sit down and talk through more specifics. But at least that answers your basic question. Uh, if you were born in 1956, your full retirement age is 66 and four months. Give us a call. The lines are open 800 971 4549. 800 Again, it comes at no risk to you whatsoever. 
Next up, we've got a question from Karen in Hickson. Karen asked, my husband wants to get a $100,000 home equity line of credit at 4.5% interest and use the cash to max out both of our 401k contributions over the next three years. We can earn more than 4.5% in the 401k and we can also deduct the interest from the loan on our taxes. I don't feel good about this idea. What are your thoughts? So Karen, thanks for calling in and asking that question. Uh, I would say right off the bat, hearing that would be a no for me. I would never take out uh, a loan in order to invest it in a retirement account. Um, I think that is a, uh, a poor option because we said the number one rule today was, and the priority should be getting out of debt, right? You're putting yourself into debt and trying to use that to save for retirement. That is not a viable option. Um, so let's let's look at a full plan that would that would figure out how to get you guys better prepared for retirement. That does not consist of you going into debt in order to do it. So so I would say let's start there, and uh, I'd love to sit down and chat with you guys about it. Thank you so much, Karen, for your question. And if anybody else has a question or can relate to the situation that Karen is in, please don't hesitate to call and schedule that complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that number is 1-800-971-4549. You can also go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Click the button that says continue the conversation and schedule your appointment directly from there. But we do have those slots open for you and we've got the Allon planning team manning the phones. So feel free to call in and try and grab one of those slots as we have a few still open. We are going to Michael next who has a question in a daresville michael asked jay Brittany, a few friends of mine said that they'd never made any money trading stocks are stocks really good retirement investments so michael uh again that's really interesting you asked this question because this is also something we talked about earlier today just a little bit we touched touched on it just a little bit but even for retirees those near retirement and the beginnings of their retirement years we definitely recommend a percentage of their investment portfolio be held in stocks. Mm -hmm. um, now, when you're talking about the friends of yours that said they never made any money trading stocks, I'm wondering if they were day traders. They might have been investing in some pretty risky type uh, holdings. Um, and also, you got to consider they may have had a short-term perspective versus what we recommend looking at these as a long-term perspective. So you've got to take that into account, too. Obviously, statistics do show that over time, stock holdings are more beneficial to growth. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do grow more. Um, they do produce a, a higher percentage of growth over over a longer period of time. So definitely something to consider. So I'd, I'd want to know the specifics of those friends and how they, uh, you know, traded, because it, we definitely believe that stocks can be a good investments for retirees. Michael, thank you so much for that question. 
And if you have not yet scheduled that complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany and the team at Allon Planning, please feel free to call back that number again, 800-971-4549, 1-800-971-4549. And we do have time for one more question. So that's going to be Lisa in Knoxville. What are the benefits of working with a financial advisor? I've already handled my own investments till now and I've done okay. Why should I pay someone to do that for me respectfully? So Lisa, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I get that actually a lot. Uh, hey, I'm doing great with my uh, portfolio. What are, what are the things? Why should I pay someone to do this? Well, if you're just paying someone for investment advice, number one, that's not always the best option I find. I, I think you should be paying someone to put together a financial plan for you, right? Which includes investment management. It should be estate planning. It should be tax planning. It should be uh, income planning. All of these things combined to create a full picture financial plan that includes your investment management. Okay, that's number one. You should be working with someone that's a financial advisor that's giving you more advice than just on, hey, buy this stock or buy this bond, right? Secondly, in that anyone, and I don't mean this to sound curt or hurtful, but the la- up to now in the last 10 to 12 years since 08, um, yeah, anyone could have went out and bought any company, you know, 10 years ago and just held it for 10 years and make a, a lot of money because the stock market has it's increased. It's mm-hmm. it's only went in one direction really for about 10 to 12 years. We've had a few little blips, uh, you know, with the COVID crash and things like this. And right now we're filling it with inflation, but we've only seen up and to the right for so long that people get so comfortable that they're like, I can just go out here and manage my own portfolio and I'm Warren Buffett. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I don't think that that's the case um, with where we're at right now. Um, Warren Buffett also said that, you know, when the tide goes out, that you'll see who's swimming without their swimming clothes on. <laughs> and so that's what we're seeing right now. And the reason you're probably calling in to ask about a financial advisor to begin with is because the tide's starting to go out on some of this uh, stock market uh, uprise. And we're starting to see who's protected and who's not, who's actually getting good management advice in their uh, funds. So um, I would say, One, get a good financial advisor like us that was going to give you a full financial plan and put together an investment strategy for you. Mm -hmm. And also, um, don't feel that the last 10 years uh, could be all the security you need to why you're doing so well in your portfolio if you're picking that. And you may be. You may be great at picking the the best companies out there. But also know that, that the market has really just been one way, has went one way for the last 10 years. And we're starting to see opposite that now that's all the time that we have for this week but i promise we will get to as many of your questions as we can again next week same time same place thank you so much for listening 
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.